Hello and welcome. My name is Tracy Rogers and this is On The Couch, a weekly video series where we discuss a range of mental health issues. Today my guest is Trishana Puyas Rasul. She's a counseling psychologist and we're talking about self-esteem, especially for young people in particular. Yes. So we hear that with self-esteem all the time and it's right or wrong. Um, so today we want to really break down self-esteem, what that is and why it is important. Yes. So what would be your definition of self-esteem? Um, self-esteem would be a realistic, appreciative opinion of oneself. Realistic meaning taking into consideration, you know, your life experiences, what has happened to you and what you really think of yourself, as well as appreciative meaning, you know, appreciating and having a, a compassionate view of who you are as a person. And we know, and I like that definition, I like the realistic part as well. So yeah. self-esteem and mammogism is two completely different things. Yeah. It's this realistic, <laughs> honest, mm -hmm. accurate self-assessment, self which is an important aspect of emotional intelligence yes. of yourself. And we know, especially for young people, and especially for girls, mm -hmm. that self-esteem and how you feel and how you appreciate yourself could make a significant impact, can have a significant impact on how you progress into adulthood. Yes, definitely. Because self-esteem is really straddling this line between um, self-defeating criticism, you know, so being overly critical of yourself, as well as self-defeating pride, you know, being, you know, thinking that you're the best thing since sliced bread mm -hmm. um, in everything that you do, which can in itself be defeating as well. How is, let's talk a little bit about how um, a negative or low self-esteem is related to mental health. So low self-esteem affects everything that you do and the perceptions that you have about the people around you, what you think that they think about you. So therefore it affects the way you behave, right? Um, in children in particular, this is, it's important to recognize it because low self-esteem affects development. It affects their developing perception of society and about you know, themselves as people. So it's important to look at self-esteem as one of the things that is critical in you know that it's critical that you develop self-esteem in young people as they are growing up you know you're talking i think about how significant the responsibility of the parent is yeah and i think in many ways when we parent we can actually be contributing to that low self-esteem yes. that and, and one of the ways that we do that is that we don't separate what our children do from who they are yes and so we marry the two together and we say something like really that's what you do you wasn't thinking mm -hmm. um or we say that is a that is just a bad that's bad that's yes. a you have no behavior you're yes. good for nothing mm -hmm. whereas we don't i mean we should never be saying those words to our child anyway exactly. but how do i separate what you did that mm -hmm. behavior the way that you were speaking the, your thought pattern mm -hmm. that behavior is not becoming but you I really like you you real mm -hmm. important to me because I can change what I do but I don't know if I can change who I am exactly so as you rightfully said it's about separating you so intrinsic self-worth meaning self-worth that you were born with versus yeah. the social credit that you get you know from getting these ease from doing things that other people value yeah so about it's about separating and recognizing which which is it that we weigh you know and having children or having young people assess which is more important to them or which should be more important which should have more weight you know the values that i'm born with 
versus the social credit that I gain by doing certain things, by getting the ease, by getting all the likes on Facebook or all the likes on my pictures. Yeah. You know, how do I value myself? Do I value myself by that more than the fact that I'm worthy just by being? So, we, I mean, we can't talk about self-esteem without talking about worthiness, but I yes. want to come back and talk a little bit about social media yeah. because I think our children are growing up in a different age with social media and there's Definitely. ways in which social media can be significantly impacting our sense of worth. Yeah. But children and adults. So we're going to continue along this line and continue this discussion about self-esteem and positive self-worth. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, welcome back. Trisha and I are here we're talking about self-esteem. And in our last segment, we really talked about how self-esteem is linked to your worth, your value of yourself, and how you speak which is to yourself with compassion, with love, with care. And we started talking about social media. And I want us to talk a little bit about how social media has really impacted or changed the ways in which we assess ourselves. So with social media, there's this reward system, right? So you post something, you get a certain amount of likes, you get a certain amount of validation from other people, right? You, whether it's a status, it's a, a picture or something. So that reward, that reward that we get from, you know, these likes and whatever, it impacts on our internal reward system. And not only that, but it means that our validation comes from external sources. Yes. And there's a way in which we have not been nurturing in our young people that their validation can come from yeah. within. Like, how do you feel about it? Mm -hmm. Do you like this? But such a high reliance on the validation of, our of others. others. Yeah. And because we have, so, I think in this day and age, we have such ready access to the validation of others. Yes, you know? definitely. Perhaps when I was a, a teenager, I had to go to school <laughs> to yeah. get the validation of others. Yeah. But right now I could click Mm -hmm. and have access to it mm -hmm. and then make up a whole story in my head about my worth and my value based on that. Yeah, and it's something that we do automatically now. It's something that has been instilled in us since this age of social media and it's something that young people are growing up in this, you know, this age of social media. They're growing up with that instilled in me. If I, you know, post this, if I don't get likes, then something is probably wrong with me, you know. I also think it's linked to comparison as well. Yeah. And we all know that that idea that comparison um, will steal your joy, will steal your happiness, and the different yeah. versions of, of, of that of that saying of that quotation. Yes. That comparison is the will be the thief of your joy. Yeah. Um, because once I'm comparing myself to somebody else, mm -hmm. I'm using a yardstick that's external to me. Exactly. And here we have social media where these things that may or may not even be real. Exactly. Um, presenting an unrealistic yardstick often mm -hmm. by which I should measure mm -hmm. myself. So the thing that we have to note is how do we develop that intrinsic self-worth in young people so that they don't rely on that external validation, on that social credit in order to feel good about themselves. Let's think about three things we can share with parents right now that mm -hmm. you can do to encourage that. Okay. So the first one I would say is don't make your affection conditional. Right. Affection should never be conditional. It should never be, you do this so I love you, you know? And even though sometimes you don't verbalize it, it's, it comes across in our actions. So we might hug someone if they get an A. Yes. Um, versus 
hugging them anyway because maybe they've put in all the work for doing it and even then love shouldn't be conditional you love them anyway so don't let your love be conditional no the other one I, I want to throw in, throw in one as well and it is this idea of allowing young people to have their own Oh yeah. There's a way in which I think it has to do with our culture as well, mm -hmm. where as a young person you almost don't have, you haven't earned the right to have a whole self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From as early as possible, mm -hmm. encouraging children to have a self, to own things, to have a space, mm -hmm. and not something that is again dependent on how they behave, but this mm -hmm. is yours, and encouraging that ownership. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. if, if if it is that a part of the room that's theirs, um, in your living room there is a corner that belongs to this child. Mm -hmm. This wall is yours to do whatever you want yeah. with on it. Mm -hmm. I think that contributes again to this under... I mean, I can't value myself if I don't even know myself. Exactly. So really encouraging them to get to know themselves, know mm -hmm. who they are. Yes. That's the third one. A third one would be... Um, looking at how you validate your children when they do things so as i said before do you praise the effort or do you praise the outcome mm. you know so even when the outcome is you know maybe they've gotten a d or an e they've put in all the work is it that you're praising the d or you're praising the fact that hey i see you've put in all this work mm -hmm. it may not be this subject may not be for you realistically mm -hmm. but i recognize that you've worked hard on it you know praising the effort versus just always praising the outcome. So here are three things that you can do today as a parent to, to start building that healthy self-esteem. And you start building healthy self-esteem in your teenagers from the time they are ch uh, oh, yes. children. Huh? Yes. So it's not something that you're going to wait until they're 16 because that's when it really matters. You want to start building that from today. Thank you so much for joining us and we wish you all the best and encourage you to go forth and help your child really develop a healthy sense of worth. Thank you for your time. Take care.